three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. This is The Real Pineapple, and this is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you're all having a great start to your uh, holiday season. I've got a review, another review here for The Real uh, Christmas series. Got a review for A Very Harold and Kumar Christmas, which came out in 2011. The original title was A Very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Uh, So... I will be the first to admit, I don't remember the first two Harold and Kumars. As a matter of fact, I don't remember liking them that much. I remember kind of being like, this is, as someone who loves weed, um, I remember kind of going, yeah, this is stoner comedy, but I thought the first one was actually funny. I remember the second one not not being the biggest fan of it. I thought it was okay. Um, Neil Patrick Harris was great, not surprising there, but I was really curious to see I remember when they announced the third one, what, uh, just to kind of see what I would think of it. And I remember if memory serves correctly, I saw this either on, I think I saw this Christmas Eve by myself and like treated myself to a, to a solo date or Josh date as I call them. And I will say this is like the bad boys for life of the Harold and Kumar movies for me, because this is my favorite one out of the three even more so than the first one. I think this film balances the heart that you kind of need for a movie this insane, along with some stuff about the series that I really do uh, I really do enjoy. So uh, the plot itself takes place, it takes place a couple, uh, so unlike the first and second Harold and Kumar, where it takes place like the next day, uh, this film picks up a couple years later after the events of the second one. Uh, Harold is a uh, uh he's working on wall street he's moved into the house with the picket fence and everything he's got his uh he's got his uh his wife i want to say uh i believe it's uh i i believe her name is maria i want to say uh because i think vanessa is the one that uh that uh is a uh, uh, kumar's ex but uh but i digress um, but Harold is married. He's got the, you know, his life going and Kumar is just still the stoner sitting on the couch, not doing shit with his life. His ex shows up again. I believe her name is Vanessa says, Hey, uh, I'm pregnant. Kumar has a very stoner reaction. Uh, again, as someone who loves weed, I've definitely had points where my partners said something and I kind of go, wait, what? But I think someone telling you that they're pregnant in theory, would sober you up pretty quick, but not Kumar. Kumar's kind of like, oh, well, that's kind of crazy. Like, yeah, uh, uh, what's the line? I think he says, like, I, I would pull out right after or something like that. It's something like that. I was like, wow, that's a like, good grief. And that is something I will say about these movies that I really do appreciate. They are unapologetic with how incredibly vulgar and at points disgusting they are i actually appreciate that like like if you're gonna go if you're gonna go balls to the wall go balls to the wall uh but something about this movie that i completely forgot about a 
the Santa that Kumar uh, Kumar is sitting in his lap. That's Patton Oswalt who sells him the weed uh, that gets us to the title sequence, which I thought was fucking excellent. Uh, if there's anyone I would love to smoke weed with, it would be Patton Oswalt. Uh, two, this movie is actually paced really well. I, I, I remember thinking back on it, thinking initially started off pretty slow, but no, everything that it kind of presents as far as even, uh, as far as even Harold being at his job and trying to find a gift for uh, his his boss, and that leads to Bobby Lee uh, getting a TV, and they just take a total crack at how 3D has jumped the shark. And I will say, I don't have a 3D TV. I have a I have a 4K TV because you know nerd. But even though it's not in like true 3D you can definitely tell the spots where 3D is supposed to be there and actually made me kind of duck my head and kind of bop and bop, like bop and weave a little bit. So even though you're not seeing, you know, the 3D to its full potential, I still think the spots where the 3D is supposed to go actually work uh, surprisingly well. So uh, Harold and Kumar, they're separated and uh, his uh, father-in-law shows up, uh, Mr. Perez, who's played by uh, Danny Trejo, which that was the biggest surprise was I forgot Danny Trejo was the dad in this. And he is, <sighs> if you haven't seen uh, the rise and uh, uh, the, the, the rise of Danny Trejo, I would highly recommend you seek it out. Uh, it is well worth your time. Uh, speaking of a guy, I would love to talk to. I, I think he is just absolutely incredible. And he is so terrifying in this. He has this whole, uh, the, 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 the movie itself really does play with a lot of racial comedy, which I mean, you know, 2011, uh, you might be able to get away with that more, but again, I appreciate the absolute set that this movie has to go. We're going to try to basically offend everyone. If you don't like that, uh, to, you know, tough shit, uh, Mr. Perez, uh, Carlos, that's his actual name. Uh, he says, uh, because Danny, not, not Danny, uh, Kumar. Oh my gosh, Harold, that's what I meant, good grief. Harold even goes, oh, because uh, Carl shows up with this caravan, really, it's like trailer filled uh, with his family members. They go ahead and just basically invade the house, um, kind of like that one Boondocks episode. And <laughs> and Kumar, or Harold makes a comment of, oh, uh, I guess Timo, I think Timo's his name, made parole. And Carlos even goes, oh, well, not exactly. Anyway, so we've got everyone here. And <laughs> and the look on Harold's face, kind of like, what the fuck? It's, it's, uh, it's a very funny setup to just how the family really does fuck up the program. Um, this film has some moments of very dark comedy that made me incredibly happy. Uh, Mr. Perez tells the story about Christmas and why Christmas is so important to him. And... <laughs> And they flash back to him as a kid, and he still has the the machete uh, facial hair, like the handlebar mustache and everything. And I, I that shit made me laugh so fucking hard. And it's never acknowledged. It's like, yep, he had facial hair when he was, you know, eight years old. What do you care? And his mother goes through a straight up Batman's parents crime alley origin story. That's how he became so invested in Christmas and that in particular had me rolling because they cut the Herald and Herald even kind of like 
wait, what? That's what happened to your mom? Like, yeah, that's what happened. It's it's such a it's such a funny joke, and it really does set the table for how insane this movie is going to be. So, uh, you know, as I mentioned, Harold and Kumar are separated. Uh, Carlos Danny Trejo's character brings this epic Christmas tree, like a twelve foot tall tree that I guess he'd been growing. Uh, I think they say for eight years. Uh, Harold is uh, shows up, or uh, Harold is at his house. Kumar shows up because a package gets dropped off at Kumar's place, their old apartment. He goes ahead and drops it off to Harold along with his new uh, best friend, who's uh, I believe is Adrian, uh, who's played by uh, Arnir uh, uh, Bloomfield. I believe is how you say it, but. I loved him in this because he's just that awkward, almost like a cool Napoleon Dynamite type. But Kumar goes to drop the uh, goes to drop the present off at Kumar uh, or at Harold's. Harold lets him in. It's a joint. Go figure. Uh, they go ahead uh, and Kumar lights it. Goes to smoke it. Harold tries to throw it out of the house, out of the window. Joint comes back in the window through magic burns a tree down, and so then Harold and Kumar now are on this quest to go ahead and find a replacement tree, and it leads to a baby being high on every drug, basically, <laughs> that you can think of. It leads to an epic beer pong game. It leads to them going ahead and re being reintroduced to NPH, Neil Patrick Harris himself, who I just have to take a second and say, Neil Patrick Harris, between just off of uh, Netflix's A Series of Unfortunate Events alone, I would think Neil Patrick Harris is the shit, but then you add in that he was by far my favorite part of How I Met Your Mother, despite how shitty that ending is, because my God is a shitty, especially the ending for Barney, which is just, I digress. But Neil Patrick Harris in this, he's having so much fun with this. I want to say this is right when he came out, I think it was like maybe a, a couple months. Uh, yeah, I think it was like right uh, right after he'd come, he'd come out, and so the film really is having a lot of fun with the concept that he's faking being gay, <laughs> which is something that it was a thing in the first two, but he really leans into it here. Uh, he has this whole music num- uh, musical number where he sings, you know, "We wish you a Merry Christmas," and again. I really don't think we appreciate Neil Patrick Harris enough. I I, I know I mentioned Lemmy Snicket's, but look at him in Gone Girl. Uh, he might be better than Affleck in that for me. I, I think Neil Patrick Harris is excellent in that movie. And seeing him here doing what he, let's be real, it's kind of born to do as far as seeing, acting, dancing. He's just such a showman. Uh, he is actually in the movie with his partner, uh, his husband David and they played off for a joke which I mean credit to them for being able to make fun of themselves uh, they make out in front of these reporters and the reporter even goes oh my god that's so hot and they get behind closed doors they get into Neil's dressing room and he goes oh my god like why'd you kiss me like that like I wanted to be convincing not gay as shit I was like whoa oh my god like it's it's so funny and there's a scene where he <laughs> where he's gonna like get himself off using this girl 
using this woman. They said, hey, come to my dressing room, rehearse lines, and I'll give you some pointers. You're like, oh, my God, you're a monster. It's... <laughs> But he gets kicked in the face, and the, the the movie itself knows how to walk that line between tasteless but still giving you a really hard laugh, which admittedly is a really hard line to walk, especially now, because I feel like everything is just, you know, politicized and scrutinized so much. But this movie really has no qualms about the fact it will probably offend you. Uh, there's a scene where, uh, uh, there's a scene where Adrian, uh, Kumar's quote best friend unquote goes ahead and is trying to have sex with his virgin. It's a it's a subplot that leads to a pretty amazing beer pong game. Uh, as someone who loves beer pong, I always appreciate seeing it in a movie. Uh, that's a great gag. Uh, there is a <laughs> there is a scene where they turn into uh, uh, where they take drugs. Go figure, or they get drugged and they have this claymation scene. And that scene in particular scared that absolute hell out of me because i was very high when i watched it and just some of the lyrics here um uh, it's a very jolly day for you to die i bet you wish you i bet you wish you weren't so fucking high most new yorkers don't know how to drive i was like wow this is <laughs> like this is really fucked up but it's really played for laughs and the way that the claymation they take advantage of how gruesome things can get using the claymation is actually really well done. But there's so much fun to be had in this movie. Uh, there's a point where Santa gets shot and yet they're still able to recover from it. Like as gruesome of a scene as that is, I incredibly appreciate how ballsy this film is. I was upset because Neil Patrick Harris even goes, oh, like, I'll help you guys out. Like, you know, we'll see you on the fourth one. And we didn't get a fourth movie because, you know, Cal Penn had to go work for, you know, President Obama and shit, work at the White House. And uh, and John Cho's trend, uh, continued on to a really damn great film career, which I really don't think he's given enough credit for. I can't wait to see Cowboy Bebop in live action. And if you guys have listened to the podcast for, a little while you know my incredible respect and uh reverence for that film searching that john shows sh starred in that i thought was absolutely excellent if you have not seen searching it is well worth your time to rent uh hell buy it searching is an incredible movie if you haven't seen it but this movie does a great job with uh with the gags there is one last gag i'll bring up there's this other point where uh, Kumar is trying to make up for you know the fact he burned down the first tree, and so they go to this uh, tree lot, and it's ran by uh, I I'm blanking on the other actor's name, but um, uh, the RZA <laughs> is one of uh, one of the people who owns uh, who owns uh, this uh, tree lot, and they're <laughs> and they're playing you know but basically you know ghetto black guy like straight like straight black guy. Like one of them's like, oh hey man, like the, it's 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 good, it's totally fine, and that one's like, basically like, what you want, motherfucker, and and that just that made me acting real ghetto, and that in particular, that scene really made me laugh. Um, I think the line the RZA drops is like, oh what, we can't own a tree lot, we should be swinging from like monkeys, and you know Harold's like, whoa, calm the fuck down. I thought that was so fucking funny, and the movie again, it pushes the envelope in a way I went. I'm engaged and I'm I'm all for this. Uh, 
I would do a companion piece. I would do a double feature. I probably will before we even get to Christmas, but I'm going to do a double feature of this in the night before, which I'm also going to review at uh, some point for the series. I had so much fun with this. This was such a fun surprise because, again, I haven't seen this in almost a decade uh, since it came out in theaters, and I had so much fun with this. I was laughing. I uh, got a I cried a little bit as far as because I was laughing so hard and it really talks about just, you know, yes, French, you know, yes, life changes. But there are those people that you should keep close to you. And Harold and Kumar, they're just destined to be friends. And I thought that was actually really sweet the way they do bring them back together and kind of have them get over their, uh, their trivial shit. So I would give this a solid B plus. I thought this was a lot of fun if I had seen this at a theater. I'd seen this at, you know, like a later in the evening matinee, like a, like a four o'clock or like a five o'clock. I would have gone. Yeah, this is well worth it. But enjoyed this well worth your time. It's on HBO Max is how I watched it. So if you have HBO Max, watch it on there. It's an absolute blast. But uh, everyone, uh, very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Which uh, which one of the three is your favorite? Like I said, this is my favorite one. Do you think uh, uh, Guantanamo Bay or just the original is better? Let me know. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Uh, go ahead and follow our new page, Real Games. We'll have some uh, streaming stuff for you here soon. I'll have announcements about that as we get closer. But yeah, follow, uh, like us on Facebook. Like the page at Real Games. That's R-E-E-L Games. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First, And you can go ahead and follow us. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher and iHeartRadio, uh, TuneUp, uh, Spotify, and Amazon Music at The Real Pineapple. Uh, we'll have other Christmas reviews up for you guys uh, this month, including uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, Elf, uh, oh my goodness, what else? Uh, Die Hard, uh, all of the other reindeer, just to name a few. And uh, we'll also... Uh, have a review day of for Wonder Woman 84. Uh, that is going to be on HBO Max, as most of, most of you know. I'll have a review up for that by 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific. I'm really excited to review that and get that uh, and see if they can go ahead and avoid the sequelitis. But everyone, please stay safe out there. Um, we're close to a vaccine. Please hang in there, everyone. Please stay safe. Please take care of each other. Wear a mask. Um, and we will talk to you all soon. All right. Um, thank you so much for your support and, uh, stay safe out there. Talk to you soon.